wish you a Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's, that's over now. I don't want to hear any. I don't know. I feel like this, from the 26th on, I don't want to hear any of us. Like, even, like, we were watching a film last night. My mom was like, let's watch a Christmas film. Let's, and I was like, I don't, it's, no, it's done. Like, <laughs> we can watch. I feel like any film is a Christmas film. You know, if you just watch a film at Christmas, it becomes a Christmas film. Like, can't it, even, I can't even call you Scrooge anymore because Christmas is over and Scrooge is a Christmas reference. So you're just personal. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, now the moment you've all been waiting for. Good morning, Vietnam! First of all, a podcast takes a lot of work, okay? Can we talk about something other than Hollywood for a change? No, I don't go to the movies much. If you've seen one, you've seen them all. So what's your podcast about? Um, the movies. No, if the microphone sounds kind of weird today, we only have one mic because we're recording this episode on a bus. Mm. Uh, we're going down to Clare, <laughs> to the countryside. We're on a nice big, what's the what's the Irish bus? Bus Erin. We're on Bus Erin. We're on a big old red setter. Red setter down to Clare. Yeah. And, the um, bus Aaron dog is sitting on my lap. Yeah, he's he's lapping away. He's, <laughs> Killian's eating an ice cream and the dog's going... <laughs> we're not actually. We're in my parents' house uh, next to a very nice Christmas tree uh, because as uh, some of you might know, I don't have a house at the minute. That's kind of why we've been dropped off on the, we've dropped off on this podcast. I literally just can't find any of our podcast equipment. Mm. But what we've managed to find is like some old mic. This mic is called... I think it's called like the hammer. It's called the the, the, the Jiminy Cricket. It's a tiny little guy, yeah. but it's uh, it was working well. It's picking up everything that we're saying, which is nice mm. if we talk in the direction of it. So that's what we're, we're recording on. And uh, so sorry if it sounds a little different than it usually does. I'll, t- I'll take a selfie of us while we're doing it, just to show like our current recording setup because of uh, just yeah. how professional it is. <laughs> we're sitting next to each other. Do you know when sometimes, uh, you know when you're in a restaurant, is yeah. it weird if you sit next to, and sometimes me and Anna are on a date and Anna wants me to sit next to her, like the way we're sitting right now. I kind of look like a fat prick in that picture. Yeah, so. well, you do. You, you do. You look like a fat prick all the time. Yeah, Jesus, God, what Christmas has not been kind. <laughs> um, no, I know. Emer sometimes is like sit beside me. I don't. So you're both facing out. Yeah. No, that's weird. I don't like that. I want to sit opposite. I want to stare into your eyes. Yeah, I want to get lost in those eyes. I want to see you chew. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that jaw work. I want to see it. Um, <laughs> do you have a nice Christmas? I did, but I'm so fucking done with it. I'm mm. really just absolutely don't want to see another person. Don't want to do. We have like a meal thing we were going to do tonight that was going to be fun. And I like when we met today, I was like, I just don't want to do that. I'm over it. Yeah, I'm over it. I don't want to see anyone. I don't want to yeah. talk to anyone. My siblings are leaving. I feel like I didn't get to spend enough time with them. I'm just yeah. like fucking didn't do it right. All the stress. Oh, I need to just leave. I kind of feel like leaving the well, city and just well, going to the countryside is, and being a hermit and living in a hole in the ground and being a hobbit for a while listen it's the what date is today uh, it's the 29th it's the 29th if you haven't fit into my christmas schedule before the 29th you're not a priority to me and yeah. don't ever fucking contact me again because you're not you're just not that important to me <laughs> <laughs> plenty of people will be listening now friends and family yeah uh, they'll be like wait a second <laughs> yeah just don't contact me again i'm not but, not interested that guy who gave you his kidney was like sitting yeah, at home yeah. listening going jeez mark no <laughs> i am i feel like i'm really i don't know if it's just I, this is my most 30 feeling christmas i've ever well i'm 32 now yeah but uh i really embrace I, it's actually been really nice but like it's the first time i've really embraced like doing just fuck all like i've just fallen asleep on the couch a lot like multiple times a yeah. day every day for yeah. ages um 
It's also my first fully non-vegan Christmas, and I've been really doing a lot of damage Oof. in that respect. Just really stuffing myself. You um, sent a photo. I said this to you earlier, but you sent a photo into a WhatsApp group of a sandwich that looked like it looked like there was like three different dead animals in there. It was so much. There meat. was. There was. Yeah. I don't know what you well, were. That's doing. a standard Christmas sandwich. It's a Christmas dinner sandwich. Yeah. No. Jeez. What? What's in a Christmas? What meats are? Is it just? Is it not just turkey? Turkey, ham, and then usually the stuffing has like sausage meat in it. No. Well, if there was sausage meat in our stuffing, I am also this is my first non vegetarian. Maybe you, maybe not in your household, but in mine there is. I made a vegetarian mushroom Wellington. See, that just sounds whack as hell, man. I've oh no interest in that. Oh my god, it was incredible. Can I show you a photo of it? I'd love to see it. Yeah. Oh my god, this is I. I had leftover pastry, so I did lattices on it, like I did like some little pastry art. Mm. And let me tell you, Get a nice, there were a lot thick, of meat eaters. Dry bit of pastry on the like, <laughs> No, a lot of meat eaters were quite quite jealous. Look at that. Oh uh, yeah, I've uh, yeah, I've done I've, I've I've done my time with with things like that. Look at that. Yeah, I've spent a lot of time with with what dry, we're looking at. Dry, that's not dry. Cornish pasty looking things. <laughs> it looks like you got it in the garage. This is our plate. This is our plate. What do you think of that plate? It's a healthy looking plate. Yeah. So what you've got here? Talk me through it. I've got my mash. You got, the, you got some roasties. They're looking good. You got some mash that looks decent. Yeah. Decent looking mash. Um, what's the? Uh, there's carrots and there's a large orange thing. What's the large? That's orange? candied yams. We have Americans staying with us, so we oh, have candied okay. yams. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, some Brussels sprouts. And then we've got the the mushroom Wellington. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty yeah, good. That's yeah. pre gravy. What are you drinking there? You having a, is that kind of beer? No, that's a cloudy lemonade. Oh, stunning! That yeah. looks that looks a bit. And a bottle of San Pellegrino. Treating yourself. Well, I mean, neither of those were actually my drink. That was my auntie's drink, and that was my cousin's drink. But oh, it's see. nice that you think that I'm fancy like that. Uh, no, the mm. San Pellegrino will be reserved for guests only. Ah, It'll be I one see. of those situations where you go. Where it's like, you know, a few hours before Christmas dinner, you're like, Mac, can I have one of the San Pellegrinos? No, you bloody can't. Those are for the guests. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And have you uh, have you been watching, watching a lot of movies? Have you been? Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, the funny thing about, I know that we have Netflix and I know that we have uh, the facilities to watch whatever we want. But for some reason around Christmas, I just watch what's on the telly. It's just how it's we true. do it. It's lovely house. though, isn't it? It's really nice. And you know what? I love like ad breaks. Oh, they're great. They're the yeah, best yeah. things in the world. I actually never see ads as well, like TV ads, because I don't have TV. Mm. And it's, you know, I'm never in someone's house who does. Yeah. So I actually quite enjoy seeing the ads I sometimes. So I'm like, them. oh, look at this. Do you know what's you know? rough, though? The ad breaks on, on Irish television, I feel like a solid 50% of them are just people who have been in horrific car accidents. Yeah. Uh, who have now yeah. have like brain injuries or they're in wheelchairs forever. And then there's just like, some news report like a mother of three was killed in a car crash and then it's the person who's in the car crash or it's the person whose family died and going oh my family died mm. and it was really awful and you're just like fucking hell yeah, yeah i was yeah. just watching the grinch i was just watching <laughs> kung fu panda and now i'm seeing like a family from like you yeah, know west Cork getting smashed by it's some christmas guys come on i suppose they, i was about to say it's christmas guys no need for the you know the drink driving ads now there's probably the largest need for the drink driving ads <laughs> if there ever is they probably need to double down yeah the that's time. probably what's happening um but i do love the ad breaks because i fuck you know sometimes you know you're watching a film and you want to get up and go and you know this this used to be this thing that i feel like people don't do so much anymore but it's you're watching something and you say hey pause do you want me to pause it while you leave that yeah. used to be kind of common practice. I feel like that's not such a common practice anymore. I feel like that's, you know, people people just get up and come back and you miss the thing. Yeah. Whereas with the ad breaks, there's this a lot of time you're like, might go to the bathroom during the ad break, might get a mm. little, make myself a little cup of tea, might 
you know, at, get some biscuits or do a little. It's so nice. When, uh, when, what's that sound? That's the, that's the wind. It's very windy here. Oh, I see. Um, <laughs> when uh, on the bus, and when Emer and I are watching a film or watching a TV show, we would often refer to doing ads. Like we'd say, like, "Do you want to do ads now?" And then we'd kind of just have a little pause. Like sometimes, oh. I feel like my attention span is just falling apart. That's good. I'd say, like, let's do ads. 15 mm-hmm. minutes and then you know you come back and then you resume the film that's so a really I, good practice yeah it's like a little intermission yeah sometimes okay. we just google ads and watch them for five minutes <laughs> <laughs> i had a, some old classics <laughs> i had a funny watching film on tv moment where my two cousins who are 13 they're twins and me were watching tv and the film that was on was that um kind of live action lion king Oh yeah, and I was yeah, saying yeah, yeah. like kind of talking to them. They were both on their phones playing like I don't know some fucking phone games. Yeah, and then I was like, "This film sucks," and they were like, "Yeah, this film sucks. It's so bad." And I was kind of like, "Yeah, this fucking <laughs> film's dumb." Talking to them, and then the bit where fucking Mufasa dies happened, and I was like, "Oh the fuck!" And then <laughs> I like sl- I like slowly started going. Like, some tears <laughs> yeah and there's just tears i was like i don't want them to see <laughs> i'm like the cool older cousin yeah I'm like they can't see me cry i just had to like sit there it was the first time I've you okay to, like, mark i thought this film sucks yeah, yeah no it, it does, does suck i'm just crying i'm crying because i'm so stuffed you know <laughs> crying because i'm so full of dinner um no it is a bad it is a bad movie but still yes. mufasa's death hits hard it always does i mean no you know not writing like that um no uh, so I, I i watched a lot of what was on tv mm-hmm. and the, and there was competition because you could see what was on rt1 rt2 we literally have the irish channels on Serview. that's all we have so oh nice we just have rt1 rt2 virgin media formula tv3 then we have then we have like they have an rt news a pure news station there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then tg car that's all that there is on this tv yeah, yeah, yeah. In front of it's you right the same now. in my in dan and claire like well, Dan and Claire, yeah, this old like old house that no one lives in. <laughs> this is a modern house with modern people living in it. Yeah. Sometimes I'll put like I'll put Netflix on and in, in here, and my dad will be like, "What are you doing? No, no. What's on? What's on? What's on the television? <laughs> I was like, Why are we watching something we just don't want to watch? Trust the broadcaster. Can we not just <laughs> watch what we want to watch? Now I understand why you're always like, "Oh, do you know such and such guy?" And I'm like, "I don't know who that is." And you're like, "Oh, he's like a fucking." broadcaster on rte i'm like i don't fucking know that i don't know who these people are now it all makes sense i was forced to watch everything i yeah. do know her. my dad like for someone who you know didn't grow up in this country he knows everyone he knows all the names yeah yeah, yeah. Like, do not tell me all right oh he presents the show on uh you know lyric fm at four in the morning yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like, how do you know him but th- this is a big radio household as well isn't it yes yeah that was my yeah. christmas present oh yeah christmas presents what what did I get for yeah, Christmas? I got a I got an internet radio. I got a Creed record, which I was very happy with. Creed, yeah, you know them, the, the band. band. Yeah, yeah. Ah, okay, okay. I got um. For a second, I was thinking, I like honestly thought you got the soundtrack to the film, to the film Creed. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> and I got uh, a bottle of sake. Nice. I got um. Oh, a vinyl cleaning set, which is actually really good. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay, yeah, I was okay, really okay. happy with that. Um. When are you going to Japan? Oh man, I'm going. Oh yeah, I'm going to Japan in March, but they, my flights got cancelled, and I've what? already got the sense it's going to be a real pain in the balls to get my money back. What? They can't. Well, they so first they cancelled the flights, and then they said, "Oh, they're not going to give me a refund because they've rescheduled them, which they're entitled to do." But then the we're flying via Cairo, and then the flight into Cairo. We're supposed to fly into Cairo and then fly out like three hours later. Yeah. And the flight they changed to is we fly into Cairo and then fly out three days later. 
Oh, and I was like, ah, you know, maybe I'll go see the fucking pyramids. Yeah, or something, if he does you know? in Cairo. Not the worst. But then the return flight, we were supposed to fly again, um, Tokyo to Cairo, mm. and then connecting flight four hours later. <laughs> they changed it so it's you fly Tokyo to Cairo, and then the connecting flight is the day previous to that. Well, like, well, what? that's obviously that's impossible. Why did you even suggest that to me? Oh, we have some time machines in the airport. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's not actually not an interesting story at all. Um, but it's annoying me. No, but just the sake. That's you getting ready. That's why I got the sake. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, kind of yeah. like well, okay. you're going to Japan. Here's some okay. sake. Woo. Okay. Um, what? So we'll. Well, I don't know. We have to talk about movies on this podcast. Yeah, right? yeah. that's what we do. Um, we have some films that we're going to talk about. We also have a special guest because as it is Christmas, we have some people coming in and out of the house and one of the people coming in and out of the house is none other than gregory shelby gregory peck correspondent gregory peck yeah our correspondent from los angeles who gave us that wonderful update um a while back on uh, the actor strike uh so he's going to be coming in and he's going to be chatting to us uh, we also have Saltburn coming up we've got christmas picks uh what we watched over christmas and uh mark also saw godzilla so i would say the film that is on the edge of everyone's lips at the minute mm. is Saltburn. Saltburn, yeah, yeah. I, so, so you saw yeah. Saltburn in the cinema, I believe. Yes. I was. I found out Saltburn's on Amazon Prime, which oh, okay. Emer's brother subscribes to. He's got like a 100-inch television, and I watched it there, and it kind of honestly felt like it was in the cinema. Mm. Um, we put it on there. We uh, give a brief uh, description of Saltburn. You do it. You're better than me. Okay. Saltburn's about a guy who goes to Oxford uh, and he's gets a scholarship to Oxford, so he's not super rich. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's hanging out with all the super rich guys, and then he kind of li- wants to get in with all the rich guys. And then um, one of the rich guys invites him back to stay in his house, which is a big manor called Saltburn, mm-hmm. out in the English countryside. And then yeah. they go there, and then uh, fucking all kinds of whimsical, wacky shite happens, and blah blah blah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> let's do I, let's I, do a Christmas cracker. Where we're pulling the Christmas cracker, and when it when it cracks, you say what you thought of Saltburn in one word, the two words. Okay. So we're, I'm going to say one, two, three, and then I and then to, the Christmas cracker. I have pulled. to say what I thought of it. Yeah. Okay. One, two, three. Good. Kind of shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good. You thought kind of shit. Kind of shit. So yeah. why not fully shit? I like the first half of it. Okay. I thought it kind of, I felt like it really was, by the end, I was like, God, that was really just nothing. Okay. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it, I felt like they introduced a lot of ideas. And I was like, oh, she's kind of expressing this or she's expressing that or whatever. Mm. And at the end, I felt like it didn't really satirize or critique or, or bring up any ideas effectively at all. And it yeah. was just kind of like a meandering kind of story and then i just felt like at the end i was like oh you know whatever woody the dog has just walked in in case yeah. you you found yeah. out mark was like uh, trailing off there Good fella. Uh, woody the dog's just walked in so i'm gonna have to get up and close the door because woody in all his wisdom didn't close the door after himself um well that actually brings up uh one of the the th- Things I, ha- I have about Emerald Fennel, who directed this film. It stars Barry Keown and also the baddie from um, Euphoria. Euphoria. Yeah. But basically, the, the, Emerald Fennel, her previous film, Promising Young Woman, uh, a lot of people had issues with that. Um, and then this film as well. You know, Emerald Fennel comes from a very upper class background. Yeah, yeah. People came to this film expecting to see some sort of critique of the upper class or something like that. Yeah. Or some sort of interesting 
discussion on class politics. That's not what this film is. No, it's just it's just an interesting. It's just a film. It's just a film. It's entertaining. I think it's got. Uh, it's it's about you know perceptions and the people you know who are a certain way, but maybe they're not who they th- say they are. And uh, really, it's kind of got some sort of. Um, what is it when when something consumes something else that kind of thing uh i can't remember the word basically it's it's not a film that has any anything very to say good politically to say it has nothing i think if you remove that from the conversation i think it's actually a really good well-made film it looks amazing like the the cinematography is really good the performances barry keown's great in it he's great at playing weird little fuckers i think that's just there's no one in the world doing weird little fuckers better than Barry Cohn at the mm, minute. Mm. His knob is huge. It's not that really. Is it? I saw it and I was like, are people really bigged up how big as Willie was? And yeah, I saw it and I was like, he's not Michael Fassbender. No, he's not Michael Fassbender. It's not Michael Fassbender. No, he's, he's not, not Willem Dafoe, Willie. Like, no, he's not. No, he's People not were really Dafoe. like, oh, but Barry Cohn's, you know, penis is massive. It's like, you know, yeah, fair play to him, but it's not, wouldn't be. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't put him up there with the big Willy boys no, in Hollywood. You know no. what I mean? That's true. I would I would say <laughs> I would say he's, he's I, with I, the, I, li- the literal Hollywood big dicks. He's not a <laughs> he's no fastbender, and he's no yeah he, he's no Willem. He, he'd be he'd be the type like if you were if you were going from the Christmas Day swim down 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 forty foot and mm. you were getting changed. If you knew he was there, you'd be turning to face the wall, changing your yes. jocks, and he wouldn't be facing the wall. No. He'd be facing out, not wouldn't wouldn't care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you would be uncomfortable. You'd be like, oh no, oh, everyone's gonna see. Everyone's gonna compare that, and like, just I don't want him to know that I know. It's, yeah, yeah, and, like yeah, yeah. He, he who and knows? He knows, you know, like, yeah, he knows, and he's looking at me. Yeah. So, but he's not. I feel like if Michael Fassbender was changing, It'd first be of all, their, all over the their ground would shake yeah, after he yeah, takes yeah. his pants off and his schlong whacks the earth. Yeah, yeah. Unfolds like, onto a big, the like an elephant seal flopping up onto the <laughs> land. Sorry, this is sick. The um, I don't like this anymore. I thought on that note though, I thought the film had a load of intentionally edgy, just clearly put in to be shocking scenes that I feel weren't didn't really align with how the characters behaved in any way. And and mm-hmm. outside of those scenes, like you know the one, the bath one, and the grave scene and the bath scene, I was like this is just a bit much and it's not really, it doesn't really make sense to me in the context of the film. I feel like you just put this in for TikTok stuff. Really? For TikTok times. That's what I felt like anyway. Okay. Um, and then the, they... the, 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 the naked, like the dance scene at the end, I was like, yeah. this is fucking TikTok. It's so stupid. Like, why is this in here? I, I think there's very, I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to talk about the final scene, but I think there's very good narrative reasons why someone would feel so comfortable to do that in a place that they now felt was theirs. Maybe you know? that one, that one's that, the that least, that one's sense. the least, that one's and the I least offended. Like we're talking so, because we don't want to ruin the plot or anything like that. But essentially, I think that Barry Keown's character, you know, he, he's playing this sort of working class Liverpoolian chap. But right? he's not, but, but then, well, I mean, you're revealing a big plot point there. No, so I'm not. You are. <laughs> well, whatever, who cares? Um, But he, he, you know, you are. Spoiler alert, that was, go, we just spoiled a bit there. No, you just made it worse. If I just said that, no one would have heard it and no one would have cared. No, you've made it worse. No, you've, no, no, you've made you, it by worse by saying it. No, thing. but if, if I just said that and then people just go, oh, whatever, Mark's just saying this thing, but now you've made it a big deal and now people are going to think about it even more and think about how it's a spoiler. You're, this is grade A gaslighting. Can I just say, you've done the bad thing. Somehow you're flipping it on me saying, I've done the bad I'm thing. I'm just saying you've made it. I do, I'm not saying I never did a bad thing, but I'm saying you made it worse. You made it more of a thing. <laughs> 
But um, anyway, fucking back to the fucking podcast, Killian. Um, all I'm saying is the okay. Forget the last scene. Yeah, he's happy. You know, there's you know, there's there's whatever. There's the stuff happens, and at the end, mm. he stuff happens, and whatever. That's kind of justified. The grave. There's a bit of the grave where you're like, ah, for fuck's sake. You know what I mean? The grave scene in when you view the whole of the film is odd. It's like, why did they put that in there? It's stupid. Yeah. And it also, I'm like, it just didn't make sense to me. And then also yeah. the the bath scene, I was like, that's also doesn't really, I didn't think the, you know, the emotions were that intense. Yeah. Apart from in that one scene. Yeah. And then in every other scene, I was just like, this is just for TikTok times. Yeah, maybe. This I is mean, just TikTok times. I liked it. I think it was good. I think a lot of people would like it. Um, I think that I see a lot of people on Twitter fucking when Promising Young Woman came out and when uh, Woody is just spazzing on the ground. Woody, would you chill out? Just leave him to us. Um, uh, when this came out where they're kind of like giving these analytical reasons as to why it's, it's not a good film or whatever. And I think there was a lot of good in it. I thought it was interesting. I think the kind of uh, the older couple, the kind of the, the sort of the way that the, the, yeah. they were very well performed um, by what's his name? Richard E. Grant. Richard E. Grant. What's her name? Rosamund. Rosamund. Rosamund Pike. Rosamund Pike. Yeah. She's extremely good at it. Yeah. She's very funny. Those two were really, they, there was a lot of that kind of, I mean, because she comes from that background, she's really good at, I think, writing that kind of um, comedy where they're, I don't know, they just don't talk about things. They're really yeah, yeah. stiff. They can't, uh, you know, they're really friendly and polite, but also so rude. Um, and like, you know, there's a scene at a dinner table when there's someone at the house who uh, who stayed overstayed their welcome and they want yeah, them yeah. to leave. And it's it's done so well. It's really funny. Yeah. The way they're like, you know, she's like, um, how long are you planning on staying? And she's like, uh, she's like, oh, well, I was hoping to stay until March. And she's like, oh, no, don't feel like you have to stay. Yeah. And yeah, she's yeah. like, oh, but I, I mean, I wouldn't mind staying. And she's like, no, no, don't worry at all. No, no, don't feel like you have to stay in the slightest. And it's just like essentially telling her to fuck off. Yeah. In that kind of. No, I, British I, did, I did think they were good and I thought, you know, I didn't really get, you know, the you know the other character who's like not a relative, but he's just there he's as well. Cousin. Or their cousin, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh I didn't really um I was kinda like, I don't really I don't know why he's in this movie. Yeah. And then I don't know why that character's there. Mm. And then um I kind of just I feel like there's a lot of different things going on and none of them were fully done properly and and in the end i was like i kind of just wish she went you know full haha funny posh english family or yes. full whatever yeah. the other shit that was going on was mm. instead it was just all jumbled up and then it nearly wrapped up like a, like it was fucking knives out or something it nearly end the last half i was like have i been watching a fucking whodunit murder mystery or something for the yeah. last two hours yeah but then suddenly and then at the end um without giving away any spoilers it kind of reveals certain things that i think you're supposed to be a bit shocked by but i was like I kind of just assumed that that was the case the whole time. You know what I mean? Um. Well, wait, sorry, you hold that. Um. Like there's this bit at the end where it's like, yeah, you know, there's kind of a, I, I guess what's supposed to be a twist or something. And it it replays scenes throughout the film from different perspectives. And I think you're supposed to be like, oh, I definitely. Wow. There were some bits that I was shocked at. Definitely. No, I was like, I was like, I thought, I thought I as the viewer was supposed to assume that was what the situation was for the entire film. And then when they revealed it to me, I was like, yeah. The... Maybe I'm stupider than you then, but I, 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 was, I was taken along for the ride by the film. Um, I'm, I'm and a... I liked that reveal. I thought it was good. And I liked the end and the way that, you know, the, 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 you, you, you know, he's in love with this guy. And that seems to be the whole plot of the film is that he's in love with this guy. Well, no, he specifically says in the opening scene of the film, I'm not in love with him, but I love him. 
That's what he says. I, 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 I was never in love, but I do love it. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I forgot that, you know, yeah, as well. I did, as I do, I forgot that. But anyway, I would say this is a, a, quite an entertaining film. And um, and like if you're looking for your politics from Emerald Fennel, you know, go looking somewhere else because she's not she's she definitely is guilty of taking hot issues about like class and race and, you know, uh, like what's what's promising a woman about like a rape and you know yeah, yeah, yeah. this kind of stuff and things that are socially on the tip of people's tongues but then she doesn't handle them in like a very graceful way because i think her only thing that she wants to do is make a, a like a film that will entertain people it is and yeah. that's she uses these things so maybe she's guilty in that sense but i actually thought it was an entertaining film so i would recommend uh, watching it uh, and if you want to see a knob not the biggest knob you've ever seen but like a, a, a good size a good size then you should watch it. Mm. You know, I, you know, despite all my critique, I, I would agree though. Like I, the first two thirds of it, or maybe first half of it, I was like, oh yeah, this is good. I'm into this. And then it's the second half. I was just kind of like, ah, and then at the end, I don't know. I think I just thought it was going to go somewhere and it didn't. And I think, I don't know when, when films are about things like class or at mm. times in this, I guess, race and mm. stuff like that. I, I guess the assumption based on the times we're in, when those issues are raised, that there's some statement going to be made on them. And I think mm. in this, it raises issues like that. And then it's just kind of, yeah, doesn't say anything about it. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of a different class divides going on and stuff. And it doesn't make any kind of statement on it at all. Mm. Um, To be honest, I'd nearly say in the end, if, if I was to say a viewpoint that the film portrayed, it was that being rich is nice <laughs> that's basically the viewpoint it has in the end it's like being rich is desirable and very nice that's i mean i mean i think if that's an insane thing to draw from the conclusion of that film why <laughs> they're all having a brilliant time <laughs> seriously though it's not like an American. they're all depressed all of them are depressed none of them aren't completely depressed um i mean you could probably say that about they, anyone they, like... yeah okay they have nice <laughs> pink lemonades on the lawn in summer and they go swimming in the pool yeah. and they play a bit of but they play their radio in the long grass and they read their books, but they're depressed. Yeah, but like... So they don't have any real human relationships middle, with middle, anyone. Middle and lower class people are depressed too. Like, yeah. Everyone's depressed. That doesn't matter. You're right. We're all they're depressed. having a fucking good time, you know? <laughs> uh, well, I think we'll need to put a top hat, a British upper class top hat on this uh, conversation and just say, I thought Saltburn was good. Uh, Mark thought it was kind of shy. Right? I thought it was kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Watch it. Um, ugh. No, you don't watch it. I, I hate when stuff tries to be edgy and stuff. And I feel like there's a bit of edgy times in here, which is like, fuck you. Don't do that for the TikToks and all. Okay. Don't give the people the edgy shite that they want to see. And the people being like, oh my God, it's so shocking. It's so shocking. Like, fucking get a life, man. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, there we go. <laughs> Another film I watched. Yeah. <laughs> that was not shocking or edgy. It wasn't. Uh, well, I don't know. I went to see. I was about to. Do something bad there. I went to see Godzilla minus Were one. Were you about to do the Godzilla voice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I wanted to, but I didn't. And, I, <laughs> and I've actually never done it before. Um, well, so I would have the first time. Um, I went to see Godzilla minus one, which was the most recent Godzilla film. I think it's the, th I think it's the thirty ninth Japanese made Godzilla film, um, and I think it's like the forty fifth overall. I think there's been like eight American ones. That's insane. Uh, yeah, it's a lot. It's the longest running franchise ever. And it's really funny because in basically every single one, Godzilla just comes out of the sea and destroys Tokyo. And they just made that 38 <laughs> times. Um, this film, it's about Godzilla. <laughs> it's set in 1944. 
or thereabouts, like mm-hmm. during World War Two. It's like during and then after World War Two. That's so. when he was made, no? Yeah, because the well, the nuclear bomb testing awakened yeah. him out of his slumber. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gotta say, I like Godzilla a lot. I did not like this movie very much, okay. and people fucking love it. Like the reviews of it are so good, and like oh, I really? went to see it with Ralph. Ralph loved it, and I have to say, Godzilla himself. The thing about the Japanese Godzilla films is they stick to the true look of Godzilla where he has okay. an absolutely enormous ass and his <laughs> thighs are absolutely huge and he's got a tiny head yeah. and he looks really, really stupid. And <laughs> they always stick with that design for all yeah. of the films, which is really, uh, I really respect it and it's great to see. And there are a few nice scenes of Godzilla absolutely destroying um, like 1940s Tokyo, mm. which is really bad because Tokyo has just been firebombed. Um, and then they're just about gotten around to rebuilding it and then um, fucking Godzilla, Godzilla comes, comes on. And wrecks it. But uh, I just thought this film was honestly so boring. Okay. Um, there's, That's a bad thing to say about a Godzilla film. There's just, he's not in it that much. And I'm not saying you need him to be in it that much, but like, like in previous ones that I watched that I really liked, when Godzilla's not in it, there's a, you know, you see like the fucking government strategizing and they're like, shit, what are we going to do about fucking Godzilla? Mm. He's wrecking the place. Holy shit, how are we going to handle this? Um, And, you know, other stuff, politicians and all. Whereas in this one, it was just like a love story between these two guys who like, or like a guy and a woman who lost people in the firebombing of Tokyo. Okay. And it's just watching this love story develop and I was a bit like, oh, I don't care about yeah, this. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't, you know, whatever, this is a nice story, but it's like, I don't really need to see this love story develop yeah. around Godzilla times, you yeah, know? Yeah, um, yeah. It just seems a bit, I don't know. And then, man, the way they decide to kill Godzilla in the end is so nuts. Like, How many times has Godzilla died? Oh, uh, yeah, he's been, he's been, well, he's been killed a few times. Um, there's somewhere there it's, God, it's Godzilla's son or whatever like isn't there son of Godzilla yeah. Yeah. Godzilla Jr. or something um, <laughs> Zilla the, the, like they, they they try to they try to blow him up by shooting nukes at him or something no obviously not nukes but they try to sh- blow him up by shooting something at him Yeah. and then they're like okay bullets don't work and they're like okay plan B and there's no explanation of this at all they're like plan B we're going to attach tons of Freon gas tanks to him release them all at once which will break the contact between him and salt water and then he's going to sink all the way to the bottom of the ocean and then we're also going to attach balloons to him so when he hits the bottom of the ocean the balloons are going to inflate and they're going to pull him straight back up to the top of the ocean and then the sudden pressurization and depressurization should, should kill him yeah they're going to give him the bends yeah, yeah exactly like literally that and oh i'm like oh my god how the fuck, That's an insane how the fuck was that plan b and it's not like it showed them like researching ways to do it they were just like okay so this plan b we're gonna sink him to the bottom and then bring him to the top really quickly yeah. yeah yeah but he's so big like maybe who knows if it's like if he would feel the same pressure the part i didn't really understand as well is like he literally is from the bottom of the ocean that's where he comes from <laughs> um that's where he's been the whole time that's his place anyway it, uh i went to see this surprisingly for- it worked yeah oh. here answer it on loudspeaker Hey. Hey, how's it going? I'm good. I'm recording the podcast with Mark at the minute. Oh, sorry. I'll leave you. Okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. All right. Um, Sorry about that. It sounded like she was eating something. It did sound like she was eating something. I went went to... What do you think Anna's eating? Send in a text. uh, Was she eating a crunchy? Was she eating some oatmeal? Oh, it sounded softer. It sounded softer than a crunchy, but softer than oatmeal. Could not more harder than oatmeal. 
Send in your texts and calls. Anyway, what did Godzilla eat? Who knows? Uh, that was the thing I didn't like about this film as well. Um, actually, hold on. I was going to say something. Oh, yeah, I went to see this with Ralph, and me and Ralph were sitting beside each other, and the whole time I was like, thought we were in the same wavelength. Yeah. And in my head, I was like, this film's not good. <laughs> and at the end, I was like, man, that was so shit, wasn't it? He was like, what? Oh. I loved it. Nothing. I loved usually, it. it. Usually, you feel the same way as yeah, the person. Yeah, you're like, you think you're synced up. That's It's so rare that you watch a film in the cinema with someone, and they think it was good, and you thought it was shit. It's nearly always yeah. like we're both, maybe because you can just sense off them. There's been a couple of times when I've been in the cinema with you, or I've thought you about, because you, I've heard you go, <sighs> yeah. I know usually that you're not enjoying the film and I'm sitting next to you because you will lean over to me and go, and this film is not good. <laughs> <laughs> Say something like that. And I'll be like, I think Mark not, might yeah, not like this yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember maybe the first 10 minutes is going to see Babylon. And I think you must have sighed like three or four times. And I was like, <laughs> he's not enjoying this one. I actually <laughs> I loved that film in the end. Well, I didn't love it, but at the Something end, about, I yeah. was like, that film was so insanely bad. That it was nearly like <laughs> yeah, yeah. incredible. Yeah, I might give it another watch because I really didn't like it. But I'm like, maybe, maybe I loved it. But yeah, I've never seen a film that I thought was so start to finish just insanely shit. Yeah. That I was nearly like, wow. Yeah. Incredible. Do you know what films we should, we should rewatch some of our worst we're going on massive tangent here. That's but fine. We should rewatch some of the films we've hated the most. I would put like Babylon is up there. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was up there. Mm. Like we've really hated a lot of films. Maybe we should watch a few of those and see if we've changed our opinions. I'm trying to think what else there is. Those are like our two big ones. Yeah, we really didn't like those ones. Um, I can't remember any films that I don't like. Sorry, one other thing I remember. There's a bit at the start of this film where... Uh, we're talking about Godzilla? Yeah. Okay. Got, um. The, there's loads of Japanese soldiers on a beach and Godzilla is like fucking comes up on the beach. He's only small at some for, at this time for some reason. But um, and he's chasing all the guys down individually. And, you know, in Jurassic Park where the T-Rex, there's uh, Gennaro, the lawyer sitting on the toilet and the T-Rex comes in and goes Hum, like from oh, above. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hum. He does like that vertical Hum, move yeah. to yeah. multiple different guys and is like chasing everyone down on the island. Hum eating them like that and I was like this isn't what Godzilla's supposed to be doing you know he doesn't like he, he like, wrecks buildings he like he's just a big bumbling guy and he wants to kind of walk around he's not like intentionally going <laughs> attacking individual people and biting them he's just a big cumbersome bumbling lad who's knocking buildings down I never thought he had any like gen- intent. yeah I thought he was just kind of get these buildings out of my way I'm trying to go inland you know what I mean what I yeah I actually don't really remember I, I from my understanding Godzilla was yeah like a kind of uh, he 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 was uncontrollable. Yeah, but he wasn't trying to destroy the world. I don't think he intended to kill any people. I think I think usually he's trying to like. I feel like he can, he's kind of like trying to get to a nuclear power plant so he can eat some of the nuclear shit because he likes to eat that stuff. Okay, is that yeah? Okay, he likes that stuff. Yeah. Okay, okay, he likes it. Yeah, he does. Um, well, yeah. I mean, him gobbling up humans doesn't really seem like in that character. But you know what? People change. It's twenty. 2023 is over. 2024 has come along. Maybe Godzilla is like fucking doing he's that. He's pissed. Now. He's yeah, back and he's doing pissed. that now. And actually, full respect to him because I believe in that anyone can change who they are. Yeah. What did you watch over Christmas? What wanna, did you have no, watched? We just did my film. I'm going to ask you, what did you watch over Christmas? Okay. Um, God, just like half amount of so many films. Yeah. I watched half of like a lot of stuff. Um, but the one that I think I might have gotten the most of was The Longest Yard. Oh, yeah. Starring Adam Sandler. 
Oh. Um, if you don't remember this one, this is like a prime kind of like of its era comedy <laughs> when they were just bashing out an Adam Sandler film every year. Mm-hmm. And uh, and basically you have Adam Sandler's character, like who the fuck knows, but he's a famous, uh, ba- uh, uh, what's it again? American football player. Oh, he's, like a, in... he's a quarterback. Oh, yeah. Um, but he, uh, I don't know, his girlfriend breaks up with him or something like that, and he's caught drink driving, and then he gets sent to prison. He gets sent to a prison, and then the guards of the prison have a really good football team, and they're uh, the the warden. Or what is it called? The person who's head of the prison is that it? Warden. Warden. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the warden uh, who is played by the pig farmer and babe, or the the sheep farmer and babe, the farmer. Oh, old. He must be fucking old. Yeah, he? old guy. And uh, he 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 kind of has dreams of being like a politician or whatever. So he thinks this this football team is 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 guards football team. They need to win the league and it'll do well for him. But he's a classic corrupt, horrible person. The prison's horrible. The guards are horrible. Is it a funny movie? It's a comedy. Yeah. Okay. So uh, he asks Adam Sandler's character, who's a famous like incredible quarterback, he's like, I need some advice. How do we make our football team do better? And he's like, What you need to do is you need a game before the season where you beat the crap out of the opposition to give yourselves a confident booster. That's what you mm-hmm. guys need to do. And Warden's like, you're right. You're right. That's a good idea. What I want you to do is assemble a team from the inmates. You guys play us. We beat you. And then he kind of makes a weird deal where he's like, and I'll just let you go free. That seems to be the deal. He'll let him out of prison. I guess so. Or something like I that. I don't think they have the power to do that. No, they, this is the most corrupt prison I've ever seen. It's insane. Uh. Anyway, uh, so that's the story. It's it's guards against prisons. There's lots of versions of this. There's oh, mean it's machines. guards versus prisoners. Yeah, guards oh, versus cool. prisoners. So uh, Adam Sandler has to assemble a team, um, and then it, Chris Rock is his uh, the person next to him in the cell. He's in it. Um, you've got a load of different characters, and then it's kind of like you know the 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 way everyone says Seven Samurai is the most influential film of all time because the basic. You know, all the characters in that are in all of their films. It's kind of like a Seven Samurai thing where you get the young person, you get the young talent, you get the older, wiser person, mm. you get the whatever. I mean, I watched it and I was like, this is so fine, but it's very much of its era. A lot of the jokes are just not funny. One of them, uh, one of the people who uh, played by, who's that really strong, uh, really strong guy, uh, the bald guy? Me. No. You're talking about me. No. Terry O'Neill. Terry, Terry, Terry Cruz. Terry, what's his name? Terry? Terry O'Neill. No. <laughs> Is that what you're going to say? Who's Terry O'Neill? <coughs> Excuse Who's me. Terry? Are you sick? Because I'm sitting so close to you and you're going to be if you're not. Terry Crews. Terry Crews. I said Terry Crews, you fucking dumbass. Yeah, Terry Crews. Terry Crews' character. His whole character. And I remember being like 16 or 15 and watching this, probably younger, like 14 and watching this and going, God, that guy's so funny. The whole concept behind Terry Crews' character is just that he's able to provide the inmates with McDonald's. And like he just says a load of McDonald's jokes all the time. Like, uh, like uh, <laughs> one of the what is Fred's goes and joys Adam, Adam Sander and he goes, man, you're being a real McAsshole. <laughs> I remember thinking that was the funniest thing in the world. And he's just like. I got burgers. I got fries. I got all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, man, what? who wrote this character? His whole thing is just that he kind of says McDonald's things all the time. I think time. it's just like a very, very poorly shoehorned in <laughs> sponsor, sponsorship It must deal. be, yeah. It must be. Because he's like literally got burgers and fries in the thing all the time. It's really weird. Anyway, the, the prison is horrible. But they also seem to be able to like practice and do what they want at all times. Like They, they seem to be able to just like 
walk around and do whatever the fuck they want constantly. Yeah. Um, but then it's also like this really horrible prison. Uh, there's some funny bits in it. It is kind of funny at some moments, but overall, very much of its era. But like always happens on Christmas Day, you watch not the film that everyone loves, but the film that everyone doesn't hate. Well, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, it's, that's it's, always it's the way. Like, I wanted to watch Belfast, but other people are like, oh, I fucking man. don't want to watch Belfast. Belfast on Christmas Day is a wild call, though. Belfast is a kid's movie. It's kind of a kid's movie. It might be nice. It's nostalgic. Anyway, yeah, like, whatever. We, we won't watch Belfast because Killian wants it, but other people are like, Mark, you're gonna, that's too depressing. It is black and white. Fuck that. Yeah. But then, you know, then uh, someone else is like, why don't we watch, uh, you know, uh, the Queen's Speech I'm like, or the King's Speech or whatever that one of those Ugh, old ones. And God. it's like, no, we don't. So you end up just going, Longest Yard is on the telly now. We just watched Longest Yard and we did. Yeah, and it was yeah, fine. Yeah. It was fine. It's like no a, one hated yeah. it. It's like arguing over what takeaway to get. And then you're just like, let's just get chipper. Yeah, yeah. yeah or Chinese. Cheaper. It's just like those two really. Um, anyway, it was fine. It was was fine. it? Did you laugh? You, you're an easy laugher. Not really. Jesus, um, that's a bad sign. There was a couple, you know, there was a couple, they, they, one of the guards gets given, um, estrogen. I think they try, they give one of the guards estrogen oh, yeah, okay. to, to kind of like, uh, mess with him. And, uh, and he, he, I think that character does a good job of someone who's getting really emotional. Um, and Is that uh, kind of like, he's got the woman hormone and now he's a, he's really emotional. Yeah. 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 Um, I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know. Yeah. That was kind of it. There's one guy who's clearly like uh, in a relationship with this the, one of the trans women in the in the in the in the prison, and he mm. does a real good job of doing that. Like, I'm not gay. What are you guys talking about? Oh, he yeah, he kind yeah. of plays that pretty well. He's like, Nah, no, nah, I don't know. She's lying. She's lying. I don't know what she's talking about. Uh, that guy's kind of funny. Adam Sandler. I don't know. Like, is he? What's he funny in? He always plays um, a straight guy. Man, I watched. Uh, no, he plays a woman in Jack and Jill. He plays his own sister. Oh yeah. Um I famously one of the great films. I watched The Waterboy before Christmas. Yeah. And I was just like, I wonder how this is gonna age, you know? I yeah. wonder how and that film had me laughing. Okay. Big time. Okay, that's good. Waterboy, I, I remember being very good. I would say though, a large part of the joke has aged quite poorly in that like the basic pr premise of I actually mm. don't even want to say this. Like the basic premise of the film mm. is just that like he is like a disabled person. Yes. <laughs> like that's mm. that's like you can't really make films like that anymore. Like he's no. just like a kind of a, a severe like he's got a speech impediment and he's got like severe learning difficulties. Yeah. And yeah. that's kind of like the whole joke. Yeah. <laughs> like you can't really do that anymore. But he's got heart. Well, he's got a lot of heart. But then, yeah. No, it is, yeah. that You wouldn't make that film anymore because it's kind of a bit disgraceful. Yeah, but, yeah. But, it's, uh, extremely, it it's extremely bad. But yeah. man, that film is so... There's a lot... What's that uh, female actress name? Um, she play, Who plays his mom? She also oh. plays a uh, car... Not Carrie. Um, I haven't worked on a film with her. She What's plays the woman again? in Misery. Yeah, give me, give me a second. Uh, Kathy Bates. She is extremely funny. In yeah, yeah, yeah. Good God, she's so funny. And then the guy who plays the Fonz is also in it, and he's the coach. Yeah, yeah, he's the coach. He so starts having a mental funny. breakdown. Yeah, yeah. so so good. Yeah, he's um, great. He's well, he's really funny actor. It's funny how like Adam Sandler always plays like a tough. Is he a tough guy in Longest Mile? Like, tough. He's cool. He's tough guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, know, you wouldn't want to fight him, kind of thing. No, yeah. Or he's got heart. He's always playing someone who's got heart. Where did that come from? Adam Sandler is tough. 
Um, I think he's tough. I don't know. I don't. I guess he probably wouldn't want to fight him. He seems like a cool dude who wears really big clothes all the time. Yeah, I deeply respect that. Like, he just wants to wear really baggy clothes yeah. all the time. One night, like, I thought the Waterboy was very funny. I'd, I'd, I'd implore you to watch it again. But Happy Gilmore, I think, looks like it could be too much for me. It's a bit too... Happy Gilmore's probably okay. Do you think? Yeah. Shooter McGavin? Shooter McGavin is a man who needs to get over the fact that he was Shooter McGavin. Yeah. He's always going on doing videos going, Shooter McGavin. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, man, you're, just give up. <laughs> That's dark. That's, uh, That's dark. Do something else. I, I watched um, a few films that I fell asleep to. Okay. There's two I can review. Oh, so uh, these are the ones we fell asleep to. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. what I'm entering. So I'm entering films that I fell asleep to. Okay. I did rewind them though. So I watched, I watched, uh, um, you fell asleep to, I fell asleep, woke up, rewinded it. Oh, okay. you know what I mean? So I caught up. So I did see the whole film. One was called while you were sleeping. Have you heard of this film? Yeah. Sandra Bullock works at a subway. Oh yeah. You in were, Chicago. Yeah. We, we talked about this the other she night. Sees this is a, a guy, great concept. She sees a guy who actually plays Sandy Cohen in the OC every day. She loves him. She sees him coming down to the subway and she's like, someday I'm going to fucking um, say hello to this guy or whatever. Yeah. And then one day he says hi to her and she's like, oh, wow. Uh, but then he gets mugged and two thugs push him onto the subway tracks and she jumps down, saves his life. Mm. And then uh, and then he's in a coma because he knocks his head on the tracks. Mm. Um, and then she goes to the hospital and then the hospital are like, oh, we can't let you in to see him. You're not related to him. And then she just wants to go in and see how he is. So she's like, oh, I'm his fiance. And they're like, okay, you can go in. And then she just goes in to make sure he's okay. But then his whole family bundle in at the same time. And they're like, who are you? And and then the nurse is like, she's his fiance. And they're like, you're oh. his fiance? Oh. And then um, the, whole, the whole hilarity ensues of her then feeling too awkward to yes. reveal that she's not his fiance. So she just goes along with it the whole time. And so it's just up. hilarious. It's hilarious. And then there's... Um, her, and then she actually has a soft spot for the man's brother. A bit of a romance evolves there, which is obviously going to complicate things because she knows the actual brothers. He's going to wake up sooner or later, and they're total strangers. But now she's got a bit of a fondness for his brother. And I really want to watch this film. It's it sounds it's great. class. You'd love it. It, it sounds so good. I've got to say, Emer was suggesting we put it on, and I put up a bit of resistance, and then I put it on, and I was like, Emer, you've done it again. This is absolutely <laughs> perfect. Emer Keaton does it again. It's it's so good. It really was a nice, comfy sleep. The Christmas lights yeah. were on, multicolored lights flashing. Yeah. Um, you know, she's like having a Christmas dinner with the guy's family, and they're like, So, how long have you known Peter? And oh, stuff. God. And you're like, Ah, oh, beautiful dreams. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. so good. So <laughs> good. Ah, waking up. And it just has all that. You know, I love like the Sandra Bullock. Like, obviously, she's so beautiful in all, in, in all the movies. She's like, pretends she's like, Act as if she's like an ugly, yeah, ugly, yeah. ugly, ugly nobody. Lo loser yeah, that no one yeah, wants. And yeah. It's like so good. We spoke about that at Miss Congeniality, I guess, but it's so... we were talking about Sandra Bullock at Christmas dinner for some reason. I can't remember why. Didn't you and say your dad likes her because she's, we German. Her. she's German as well? She's in the German, and um, and then they were talking about Sandra Bullock's husband passed away recently, I think, unfortunately. Oh, sorry to hear, but my moment, Sandra Bullock, I thought she was lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I think you just think that because she. Wore a suit and miscongeniality. <laughs> <laughs> easy, easy to confuse. Um, um, what was another one you fell asleep watching? Oh, I, another one I fell asleep was. Um, fuck, I can't even. Oh, well, it also had the word sleep in it. Oh, it was called Sleeping with the Enemy. 
Oh. Julie Roberts in a relationship with a man he's rich at first you think oh perfect beautiful relationship but then abusive oh so then they're out in a boat mm-hmm. he forces her to go yachting with one of her friends but she hates yachting mm-hmm. right okay she takes her out in the boat she f- she goes overboard missing she's gone oh. but then it is revealed she has been teaching herself to swim for weeks and weeks and weeks unbeknownst to her abusive husband and she swims off swims to shore She's actually had a plan the whole time. She 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 knew the yachting day was going to come, and then uh, she escapes, fakes her own death. She was teaching herself how to swim. She was teaching herself how to swim in secret. But she she couldn't swim. No, she couldn't swim, and she she made her abusive husband believe that she had a phobia of of the ocean and swimming. Okay, but she actually was learning to swim and getting very good at it. Okay, uh, it's a very long winded plan. I don't know how she knew that ultimately one day her husband would force her to go yachting with him and his mate. Yeah, but. It, she predicted correctly and uh, she swims to shore starts a new life in Iowa mm. but then the husband somehow gets wind that she has started this new life and goes to get her oh my god so yeah. it's kind of a thriller it's kind of a horror thriller but also oh. also also good she starts a new life it's very picturesque you know mm. new man on new man on the scene he's an angel he's actually oh. a bit weird he because I guess to kind of put some suspense into it there's a lot of scenes where you think the husband's back and he's going to get her. Oh, but yeah. it's actually just like her new boyfriend just behaving in weird ways, like sneaking in her back door and stuff. <laughs> and then she'll come downstairs. Or like, she'll be out in her back garden and he'll come up behind her in the back garden in the middle of the night and go like, what? And you're like, I don't, like, obviously that created a suspenseful moment because you think it's the new husband. Yeah. But I don't, or the old husband, but I don't really get why her new boyfriend keeps sneaking up on her in the middle that's of the night. A, that's very rich coming from you. What you just told me, we were in Mark's car and there were loads of little stones in the car. And I was like, What are these stones? Oh, yeah, yeah. And Mark was like, They're snappers. These are stones from snapper. You know, those little like white things that you throw on the ground. Mark ha- keeps a load of those in his car so that he can throw them at his mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, yeah. <laughs> As I said, it's like Bam Margera. I'm Bam Margera. You <laughs> said one time he was driving past his mum. She was walking her dog in the street. She didn't know he was driving past her. And he got a handful of those things, threw them on the ground. And she went, oh, I put her hand to her, hand to her head, like her hand to her chest in absolute shock. And she looked up at Mark and Mark just gave her the finger and kept driving. Yeah, I'm Bam Margera. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living that Viva La Bam life. You can't be giving no, it to this guy fun. sneaking up to, to his girlfriend yeah, when you're his, doing stuff like his, that. His girlfriend's, you know, he knows for, he knows that she's just escaped a... a you know, Alan's living the life in, in, in Dublin 16, you know, <laughs> she needs to, she needs to be, it's good. It's good to keep people on their toes so they know not to put, let their guard down. Okay. You never know what's going on. So it's good to do a few snaps. Yeah, a constant state of anxiety. That's what's healthy, isn't They it? sell those. If anyone wants to buy some of those, some apple greens sell them at the, at the counter. 50 cent a box and you get a fucking, it's 50 cent with a hundred laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> it's 50 cent for a hundred laughs, I'd say. It's a, it's a great deal. Um. Well, uh, we watched The Godfather. That's what we fell asleep to. And did you um, say you wait? The Godfather. It Godfather started two. at midnight. Yeah, Godfather started. It did. It wasn't exactly midnight. It started around eleven forty-five. That's insane. And it was going to finish nearly three in the morning. That's so stupid. And we were, you know, your Christmas times, your, your sleeping schedule is a bit fucked. So I was like, oh, yeah, maybe yeah, we yeah. could do this. And me and my dad and my brother were trying so hard because we were loving it. Yeah, it's amazing. We were all just like, this is so good. But. We just, we couldn't do it. We were too tired, just like me getting yawning sleep, there. Getting sleepy, thinking about it. <laughs> we couldn't do it. Um, we were too, t- we were too tired. We'd already watched one film. It's like, 
Christmas is the only time really where you can just you watch two films and then you're like, we stick on another or another yeah, one's I on love it. and you just watch another one. Oh, I love it so much. Um, back to back. No one's it's very rare, like a group of people like that are so willing to do back to back film. Yeah. And it's it's such a lovely thing. It is very nice. You just stop so you can go stuff a few roses in your garden. Yeah. I tell you what, I'm pl planning on spending my New Year's the, the exact same way. That's so nice. I'm going to do that too. I'm probably going to have to get drunk on New Year's. It's going to be awful. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. hate it. I'm never drinking alcohol ever again. Good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to not do that. Um, Here, we are at a point where we've been talking for a while and we've had a wonderful time, but we want to introduce our special last guest of 2023 uh, who's going to give us a quick little update on the actor's strike and uh, and maybe just nice to if we can get another guest on to close out the year. So, Mark, you just hold on to this microphone I'll and talk into it while I get our guest. All right, Killian's going to go find Greg. Um, so rest of Christmas, what I got coming up. I'm going to the Noel, Joel's on the Nace Road tonight. Uh, me and my friend Jeffrey are going to go there and have a nice meal. I read a nice review of it. I drive by it a lot when I'm going to and from work. Um, it just looks like a great place. Heard there's big portions in there. Um, big spicy wedges they do. And um, <laughs> so, thank you. That was the just a little interval uh, with Mark Byrne. Um, we are now uh, sitting with uh, Gregory Shelby, friend of the pod, uh, who's been on before. Um, Gregory, welcome to Ireland. Um, can you tell us what you watched over Christmas? Um, what kind of films you uh, you enjoyed? What you thought was the best thing you saw? Uh, what did I watch over Christmas? You know what? I, I, have you guys talked about this? I watched uh, The Longest Yard. Oh, yeah. You did you, did you talk about yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did you think? Uh, you know what? I remember when that came out, I think this is the first time I've seen it since then. I really enjoyed it when it came out and, you know, you watch it with a, maybe a more critical eye 18 years later or whatever. <laughs> um, it, it's a silly film, but uh, I liked it. Uh, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's fun and there's a, there's a good energy. You're you definitely kind of cringe at uh, some of the, yeah. I don't know, like the, the way they talk about, you know, like the, you remember how people talked about being gay in 2005, yeah. <laughs> you know, and like we've we've made some progress, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> um, but otherwise, it's a it's a really fun film. And uh, I kind of like that. Um, I kind of like that Adam Sandler feels like uh, he has this sort of like good guy aspect to him that like maybe doesn't get talked about enough with his films. You know, they can be all over the place. But he I think he seems like kind of a good dude just based on like sort of the stuff he wants to put into the world, you know? Yeah. He just wants to wear. Uh, he just wants to wear really baggy clothes and chill out. And I think that's a pretty honorable uh, way of way of living. <laughs> I was. I was. Have you ever seen the film Birdcage with Robin Williams by any chance? Oh yeah. Just on when you said about like how people spoke about being gay in 2005, the film is about like Robin Williams and he's like married to a man and he's got a, his son is like marrying a conservative senator, and then the whole premise of the film is like they. They have to pretend they're straight in front of the conservative senator for the film and how hard they find it to pretend they're straight. And I was like, oh, this seems it actually ended up it actually ended up being not actually was like quite nicely done in the end. But when I was first putting it on, I was like, oh, this is going to be this is going to be tough to, to get through. Um, did you manage to watch anything that Killian didn't watch and just talk about? 
I don't think so. It's it's, very, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, hard because we're in the same house, so we're watching the same stuff. <laughs> yeah. um, I will say that I wanted to watch the TV show Traders, which I really recommend people watch. But unfortunately, it's not out until the 4th of January. Uh, but that's a really good one. We will talk about that when uh, that eventually comes out. Uh, we do want to get a little update on what's going on with the uh, actor strike. Last time uh, we spoke, uh, we were still in the midst of a strike. Um it didn't seem like anything had changed. The writers, I think, were closing up or maybe they had just closed their uh, deal. So I don't know. What, can you give us a quick update on what, what is going on? I know you cast a vote recently. Uh, so could you let us know? Yeah. So the actors uh, ratified, I think, on December 5th, the um, the deal, which is in some ways a huge success. In other ways, um, definitely uh we could see how there could still be problems in the future. Um, but I, it's better than what was there. Um, I think okay. the writers in particular are, are very happy with, with their deal. They had almost unanimous uh, consent in passing that okay. the actors, the, I think you can just see in terms of the, the voting pattern, uh, the, there's a lot more dissension about whether or not it should pass 78% of people who voted, voted to pass it. Um, okay. So, you know, that's, Still fairly high, mm. uh, but it was only like a 38% turnout, which is way lower than, uh, which to be fair, some of that is because like people like, you know, like Joe Biden was on Parks and Rec. So he's a SAG member. Like there's a lot of uh, inactive SAG. So it's harder yeah, to get yeah, as, yeah, yeah. as high of a, of a percentage. Um, whereas like most writers in the WGA are like working writers or mm. attempting to be working writers. And yeah. so, so you don't expect the percentage to be as high, but it definitely uh, the enthusiasm for the deal uh, was a bit more. I don't want to say muted, but it was it was more complicated. I think. What's the story? So the two main issues I remember were well, one of the big ones was streaming services and residuals. Mm -hmm. has, what, has there been a change on that? What's the story there? Right. So the the two big things were sort of um, the the monetary aspect and then the protection against AI AI mm -hmm. guardrails as they as they've been calling them. And I think on the monetary aspect. Um, it was a big success uh, cool. in terms of like, you know, uh, raises in minimum wage and things like if you now that so much stuff is not shot in Los Angeles, like if actors have to move, they get like a much bigger uh, sort of uh, the bigger pot of money for having to move to a different city for a period of time and stuff like that. So like that's all like really good. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think people are pretty happy with that. That's not where the dissension came, where, where the conflict came from. Most of it had to do with uh, questions about whether or not the AI guardrails went far enough. Okay. Okay. Um, I just want to say, I don't like Joe Biden as a president, but he is one of my favorite actors. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so with regard, like what, what happened with the AI guardrails and what didn't, or like what were people looking for versus what was achieved there? Uh, well, let me start by saying that I think I mentioned this on the last time, and I think just in the deal, we saw that I think this is correct. There really, in my opinion, should have been uh, two separate processes to figure out, okay, let's handle the financial side of things and let's handle the AI thing separately because uh, the AI thing is so novel, right? And mm -hmm. no one really knows how it's unfolding. And to muddy that with like sort of short-term financial regular contact contract interests yeah uh seemed like you were you're gonna have to cut corners somewhere you could sure. to, to get a deal done um and so i think they gave up on protecting themselves entirely against the ai thing to 
or the 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 studios the um am uh, tpt ptp was uh more willing to give in on the financial matters yeah, than yeah. the ai which actually if you think about it it probably says something about where things are going in the long term and mm. which is actually more important to them yeah you know? yeah yeah, I mean, I guess it's uh, yeah, it's short termism was what you were kind of worried about, and maybe not. I remember you saying they should just do the financial thing and then discuss the AI a bit for longer. Would that have been a a thing you'd have preferred they did? Yeah, I, I really think that's what they should have done. So they didn't, and so what happens <laughs> is that we got this great deal with the financial element, but when it comes to AI, there are some, there are definitely more protections than there were. So like I voted okay. for the deal because yeah. it's not like something was better was going to come out of what what happened, right? Yeah. Like we're at this point five months into a strike. We're not going back to ground zero. But yeah. where they, uh, okay, so for uh, example, there the protections that are built in are that you need an actor's consent to be able to uh, use their likeness and stuff okay. like that, which is more than there was, yeah. right? And uh, you have to be able to get you're paid for it and stuff, but there are essentially three types mm. of like synthetically created like characters, right? There's the one where uh, they use your likeness for a particular project and then just build on it or use you for other scenes or something mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Then there's the type where they use you for a project, but you don't actually have to be on set at all. Like it's okay. a project that's unrelated they take your stuff from other things and smush it into one. Yeah. And for both of those, there's like protections in place, right? Uh, you at least have to consent and you have to get paid. Uh, but the third type, which is creating synthetic characters completely. Mm. So using like just, you know, deep fake generative AI and stuff. Uh, the only way they that you're protected is if they use like a very prominent uh elements that's very clearly attributable to like a specific character or something where you're making money off their likeness mm. but otherwise they're free to sort of take from this or that or whatever and combine it into an unrecognizable thing mm. and use it as they will mm. um and they've paid some lip service to the fact that like, yes it's important to have real like human beings in this but it just opens the door for like lots of like synthetically created characters mm. and i think it's more likely to affect like background performers and stunt performers um much more mm. and then the last thing sorry the risk of rambling on a little bit no. the other big thing that i think is an issue is this it's nice that they need you to have consent right mm. but the problem is in an industry that's as competitive as the film industry as competitive as acting yeah right that uh the consent means that uh they're just going to hire someone else. There's going to be very few people, very few actors who can no. say no yeah. and still have the leverage to be hired for a job. Mm. And the majority of people, you know, especially things like background actors, it's going to mm. be like, well, you don't give your consent. Uh, next that. actor, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's okay. what, like, cause I've seen like this been a rise. I, I actually feel like a few years ago it was more of a thing than I've seen lately, but of Instagram models that were fully, just fake people like altogether not real mm. and then there was one that got pretty famous and then she was like like in berlin actually on hermannplatz there was a big nike billboard that had this famous just completely really? made up person in it mm. yeah um and obviously that has all kinds of issues because of beauty standards and stuff because they have absolutely flawless skin and yeah. skinny and all this stuff but i guess would another fear be 
outside of those three that they just don't use a real person at all and they just create a, a whole new person or is it the idea that like ai is based on some element of real world thing you know the way like with art they say oh the ai is learning off my art therefore my art contributed to this and and this yeah. is partly what i've done but is there any fear that they'll just create they won't they won't involve a real human whatsoever and they'll just create an entirely fake character i mean that's that's basically what that third one is ah okay right? okay like, yeah there maybe they i think that the third that third one that synthetic character element is kind of both at the same time. Like yeah. it could either be completely made up, but even so, what are they using as a reference point for for humans? Yeah. And I think, um, especially, it, human beings still, at least at this point, can tell the difference uh, generally between sure. something that's AI or not, especially on a screen that's thirty feet tall. And mm. you know, actually, you know, that probably won't be the case in the near future. But at least mm. right now, I think generally that's yeah. still. Um, the case but so they i think they do pull from um mostly from other things but it's the same thing you know they could go completely away from that the um there is a little joy in like seeing the few examples they've used of ai uh background actors and stuff like that because they they just look so bad uh like there's some clips that like i, I don't know what show it was but they did the, the basketball like basketball game and just the crowd or ai and they just look so it's so distractingly bad um yeah someone was like writing a tweet going they are not ai they, those people are my <laughs> friends they are wonderful actors uh but yeah like there's a little bit of joy in seeing because what we're watching is i mean in, i'm sure in 50 years or whatever they'll look back and go like what ancient technology that was and how funny that they really tried to pass that off as like we were all like oh my god wow but i mean we're all assuming that it's going to get there and that's yeah. why I guess we have this conversation now and everyone's really scared of AI because more than any other, maybe it was like this with the internet. I don't know. I was a kid, but like with AI, we're all kind of terrified of, of, I mean, you're like, we need to figure it out before it gets out of hand. Um, but is it gonna, is it really going to be that quick? Like it, some of it actually does look really shit. Like, are we just assuming it's going to be amazing and maybe it won't ever get that good? I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. I kind of feel like it, like if you look at the, certainly for st still images now, what they can make with still images is like, amazingly good um so i'd be pretty sure that they could do pretty convincing stuff pretty soon i don't know what yeah i, I don't know i mean think about like um i know killian and i share uh appreciate you too mark and uh, appreciation for like lord of the rings no, right not at all. strangely not we won't go down that so but like i i rewatched fellowship the ring a, a little while back and i was struck how like i now at the point where like when they're like running through casa doom i'm like those are absolutely uh cgi characters yeah, right yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. and yeah, yeah. yeah certain like things like that and you think like okay well so this is already in some respects been part of filmmaking for for a little you know and, and it's nice in a sense to be able to have a uh scene with thousands of of actors right which you know are cgi created or artificial intelligence that's okay. That's like already been happening and it's part of the landscape of just telling bigger stories in a sense. So that's not terrible in of itself. I think it really is that core component of making sure that uh, not just from the, I mean, yes, there's the element of protecting workers, which I think is important, but as we were noting, like it's inevitable. This is coming to every industry, right? So it's not so much about trying to be like a Luddite about the whole thing, but just protecting to make sure that, uh, the core at least is still human right um and uh as far as will it be 
indistinguishable in the future i don't know marvel's cgi is still pretty shit yeah, so so <laughs> it could go either way i think <laughs> well yeah i guess uh, we'll, we'll leave it there because we don't want to go on too long this is the longest we've ever asked our podcast listeners to listen to us which yeah. is uh, thank you so much for well we want to end it on a good one um but um just on uh, maybe more like what uh, films are you looking forward to this year maybe tv shows or is there anything that you're kind of looking forward to oh the best thing about the strike ending is i'm so stoked for dune coming out oh, this yeah. year oh, that's yeah, going to be great sure, yeah. um tv oh you know what I, I haven't seen it but i've heard is really good i think it's called like uh, maestro or whatever the the bradley cooper one yeah um I, my friend was uh, saying that Hey, hey, Brian, here's your shout out uh, <laughs> that uh, the performances are great in it. So I'm really looking forward to checking okay. that out. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I've heard the nose is a distraction, but it's meant to be a good film. Yeah. Um, well, what about you, Mark? What are you looking forward to for 2024? Oh, nice. Cool. Um, <laughs> well, there we go. Uh, that's the that's the oh, uh, what am I looking forward to? Dune. Dune. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I've also heard there's this film Maestro out that's been oh, doing very yeah. good. <laughs> If you want, uh, <laughs> you should be able to get some of my uh, SAG screeners up. We can watch them in the next couple days. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. It's got it's it's award season, baby. We can get yeah. some get some SAG screeners. Yeah. Oh my SAG god. Screeners. Okay, That's we're gonna will not be distributed. <laughs> they'll just be watching with me with my own we're, personal we're, ones. We're gonna live stream them. <laughs> okay, please check the Popcorn Boys in, uh, Instagram. We will be live streaming all of Gregory's screeners. Um, anyway, it's been a wonderful 2023 spending with you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from me. Happy New Year from me. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Yay!